Hi, this is Scott Roberts of the Dexter Podcast, and you're listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Cars, trucks, and more. The vehicles featured inside of television series and movies aren't just for transportation. They transport us like a time machine. Whether it's times in our past, our times in our potential future, they have an amazing impact on who we are. I'm Mike Wilkerson, the pop culture TV movie guy, providing you with details, education, and perspective about the programs and films. And I'm Ron Ryling, the car guy, with the connections to people all over who, like me, know a lot about cars. Fasten your seatbelts and tweak the rear view. It's time for another episode of TwoGuysTalkingCars.com. The ties of boys and girls to cars is something unique. They are unchallenged time machines that take us back to places that make the mind race. Whether it's 31 Chevys, the muscle cars from the 1960s and 70s, or even the newest vehicles being developed today, they all transport us when they're seen, ridden, and or driven in to different places. Sometimes mentally, but always literally. Today, Two Guys Talking launches vaults almost into a completely new and unique avenue of nostalgia and fandom appreciation as we run through television, series, and feature films by way of their memorable vehicles. While there are many movies, television shows, and more that can be thought of, there is one franchise that has vehicles that simply cannot be denied when it comes to icons. Batman. That's right. It's time for a complete, detailed, and educational review of the Batmobiles, from television to movies, here on the Two Guys Talking Cars podcast. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Ron Riley. And what a special time here, Ron, to launch a podcast, not only on the 75th anniversary birthday of Batman, but also the weekend that Comic-Con hit San Diego. Just an amazing week of all kinds of comic bookdom that's happening here, as well as the two guys talking. It's exciting. It, you know, I was never too much into the, to the comic books, so mm-hmm. the Comic-Con thing, I know what it is, but I'm, I'm not, I don't follow it or anything. Yeah, so. and I, the other thing that I want to showcase to everybody is that I am not a car guy. <laughs> I, I, I drive cars and I drive trucks, but I am not the car guy. What I am, however, is the nostalgia, comic book, geekness, nerdness guy. And I'll take care of the car guy part <laughs> for you. We, that's why we're a good team. Absolutely. And again, what I love about this franchise, Batman in particular, is that the love and the nostalgia that surrounds everything Batmobile, no matter if it's that sage old 1966 Batmobile that we're going to start with, or the ones that are coming out now for the next Batman film that's coming, it's amazing where it's all gone, where it's taken us, and where these future Batmobiles will take us. A quick little bit of housekeeping real quick. The live Batman 75th anniversary appreciation at the library. Now, Ron, I recently spoke at one of our local libraries, and I thought maybe, you know, 10, 15 people would come and, you know, be very appreciative of Batman and we all get to geek out together, right? What well, was 53 people? That's great. 53 people. And I, 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 you thought I was geeking out with 15 people. I mean, it was just awesome. Now, out the window went, well, now tell me why you like Batman. What what, what appeals to you? You can't do that with 53 people no. in a room. But what you can do is you can run through all of the logos, all of the Batmobiles, which we did right. there as well. But then, more importantly, the Batmen. 
We ran through those oh. to find the favorite. And the only way you're going to find out what everyone's favorite Batman was is to go over and listen to the live Batman 75th Anniversary Appreciation Podcast. It's available over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. So you're not going to tell us what the consensus was on the I'm not. Batman. You have to go listen to the podcast. I'm not. That's right. You absolutely have to go and listen to it. Comic-Con. Now, Ron, I know you do a lot of trade shows and stuff, but you've never been to Comic-Con, right? I've never been to Comic-Con. Comic-Con has become more than an event. It has become very much that same type of thing that SEMA has become for people that are interested in cars at all. Uh, They've gone beyond comic. It's not just comic book and superheroes now. I mean, even uh, TV shows are there now represented and everything. Right. That's more appealing to me. It really has become a platform for promotion, but also for announcing new cool news. And not surprisingly, this weekend, uh, as we record this, it's already begun, Comic-Con inside of San Diego is on. And there are 285,000 plus people there. That is a gargantuan amount of people, something that is just a, it's more than a sea of people. And there is a website that we love to talk about. It's called ScreenRant.com. I wrote there for 18 months previously, and they always have the best news and information about Comic-Con. Make sure you check out ScreenRant over at ScreenRant.com. The Batman 1989 Perspective Review. Ron, I know you have your favorite Batman. I know that. But the first movie that we're going to start with to review all of the Batman stuff is the 1989 Tim Burton with Michael Keaton Batman that provided one of what I think is the most salient Batmobiles ever. Everyone can find that also over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. It is a ton of fun, full of factoids that you probably didn't know about 1989 Batman. All of the links for the stuff that we've just talked about can be found over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. Remember, we're wondering what you think is the best Batman and Batmobile. Make sure you go over to twoguystalkingcars.com right now. Click on the contact button on the top right-hand side of the page. Fill out the quick web form and let us know what you think. Without further ado, Ron, it's time to get down to the breakdown of the Batmobiles here on Two Guys Talking Cars. Sounds good. Let's call Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) Now, Ron, there have been easily a thousand plus Batmobiles. And I know everybody's thinking, wait a second, Wilkerson, there's only five of the Batmobiles. What are you talking about? What I'm talking about is I'm talking about the pages of comic books. I was really surprised. I had no idea that <laughs> when I started researching for the program that there were that many Batmobiles in comic books that were and they were different. They didn't just have the same Batmobile every time. It changed every almost every time they would make a new series to have a different Batmobile. Yeah, it, it is amazing. And we actually teamed up with a guy, which we'll put a link to inside the show notes for this episode. And I'm telling you, he's got them all, man. I think the only thing that might be missing is the little ghost wisp of what's coming inside of the Bruce Affleck Batman Batmobile. Uh, but the, the, the detail inside of that website is beyond amazing. It is eons of reading. If you like to read, and particularly if you've got a tablet, to just sit there and on a couch someday and just sit there and click through a whole bunch of really great information about all of the Batmobiles that have ever been shown. I totally tell you to go there. Uh, I, I enjoyed the website. There's a lot of detail. And, and the, I mean, there was even a, a, a like a felt-covered one, one of the replica backup cars. Like, yeah. I never saw a felt-covered Batmobile before. But Yeah. It, it, is, it is amazing. It's amazing to see the breadth of the different styles of cars, everything from the very late 30s to the stuff that is just so futuristic it doesn't really have a right. date or a name on it. And again, that is the value of the Batmobiles and Batman in general, is that no matter when those things happen, there is a car that is a peg for it. It's great stuff. 
the reality. The reality of what we're going to be talking about here is that there are one, two, three, four, five cars that we're going to focus on, that Ron and I are going to banter back and forth about, and then we're going to pick our favorites. Let's start with... The classic 1966 Batmobile. So, Ron, tell me what you know about this vehicle. Well, it started out on, as, on a Lincoln Futura, uh-huh. which is a concept car, and then uh, Barris got a hold of it, and it became the Batmobile. Yeah. And tell us more of what you know about Barris. Oh, premier, he's still alive. Uh-huh. He's one of the premier car designers for movies and television programs. He did the Batmobile. He did the Monster Mobile, mm-hmm. the Monster Coffin Race Car, the Monkey Mobile. Mm-hmm. So I mean he's just you know he's he's like he's a legend. Mm-hmm. And, Not only uh, is he a legend, what what I love and again it goes back to why I podcast. What he's created inside of the vehicles in general is exactly what I love to create inside of podcasting. There is a legacy that has followed all of his work since day one when he started with whatever his first vehicle was that is showcased in television to now where you and me and thousands of other people are listening to a podcast about a vehicle that was created so many years ago now. Right, and, and, and I love that. And the vehicle, all the Batmobiles are automatically identifiable. If you see it, you know it's a Batmobile. Oh yeah. If you see the Monkey Mobile, you know it's the Monkey Mobile. Yeah. And same way with the Monster, monster Stuffs. It's amazing. I mean, I mean, you know, they're driving down the road. And I'm driving down the road. And there's a Batmobile. I'm pointing out to everybody in the car. Hey, look, there goes the Batmobile. Yeah. Instant and, head turn. Right. So we're no turning doubt around. About it. And I've been at SEMA. They've had the Batmobile. They had all. The, they had the Batmobile, the Monster Car, the Monster Coffin Car. Mm-hmm. And explain the, the for Monster folks Mobile. that aren't familiar with SEMA. What is SEMA? SEMA is the largest show they have in in, in Vegas, mm-hmm. and it and it's a car show, right? No, there's a car, oh, it's there's, it features lots of cars. Okay, but it's basically aftermarket parts, all the bells and whistles, the shiny speakers, wheels, tires. Okay, and it's just it takes you if you're walking. It takes you, to see everything would take you two days from the time they open to the time they close of walking through to see everything. Now, see, it's, I didn't know that. I've known you for years, Ron, and we've talked about SEMA on and off, but I did not know it was not a car show. It's actually no. a, it's a, it's an aftermarket's part show right. that I'm assuming is the platform and the way that people showcase the right. platform is actually on the cars that are there. Uh, so when you go, right? th- when you, right, when you go okay. through the show, you, there's a, uh, a hot rod section. Okay. And basically, you can build a 32 Ford hot rod mm-hmm. from all new parts. Oh, wow. It's each, you know, there's a drag racing section. There's uh, and, and it's a lot of time you'll see people that are there doing autographs like John Force or Chip Foose. He's there. Oh, Chip Foose, he's, he's hot now. Yeah, and, when I've seen a lot of the television yeah, programs that either have a reveal or yeah. whatever. Uh huh, yeah. And, well, yeah, they yeah. even did a couple of years ago, they did an episode of overhauling at SEMA. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and, and sat in an arena and watched that for a while. And it was mm-hmm. really interesting because there's 50 people working on the car yeah. at all times. It's yeah. not like it's not just chipping a chair in a, in a welder. Yeah. It's not those five <laughs> people you see and, and then it's done in two days. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. And again, that that teamwork not only takes crap to awesome, but it also creates a, more of what we're talking about when it comes to legacy. When was the first time you remember seeing or uh, really reveling inside of this original 1966 Batmobile? Oh, when, when Batman came on TV, I was about 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was right up my alley. Yeah. Because, you know. And so, so Ron was 11, I was minus four, <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't even around yet. Now, the first time I remember seeing the Batmobile, we talked about this at lunch recently, is I remember seeing the very first Batmobile as a plastic car that you could stick my Batman figure in. 
And it's because I was seeing Batman in syndication. Right. Where you're watching Batman as the episodes. Right. Air. And all the toys came out after the episode after the series started. Yeah. But the first time they down the bat the bat poles and jumped in the bat and they fired up and flame shot out the back. It doesn't get any cooler now. <laughs> it then is he awesome. burns out when he leaves and goes out the bat cave. It like, is awesome. This and again, is cool. Yeah, again to talk about legacy, the the flame coming out of the back is what is a piece of the ongoing legacy of every single one of the Batmobiles we're gonna talk about. Whether it's the the flames coming out of the back of the sixty six or very much the rooster tail coming out of what was the the Batman Forever Forever Batmobile. It, again, just really great, super nostalgia this time inside of the nineteen sixty six Batmobile. Um, what is your favorite feature of the sixty six Batmobile? It's just cool. Yeah. If I if I had a Batmobile to drive, mm-hmm. I'd drive that sucker everywhere. You know, it's uh, funny that you mentioned being able to get a Batmobile. You found something else about being yeah. able to get a Batmobile. Didn't you? Uh, you you can instead of having you know. The original Batmobile sold in January at a Barrett-Jackson auction for mm-hmm. $4.6 million. Yeah. But Hammer Slammer, Hammacher Slammer, it's a magazine. And mm-hmm. They're online. Mm-hmm. They have a guy in there who, uh, there's a video with it that does replicas, mm-hmm. but it's all new technology. <laughs> and uh, it's only $200,000. $200,000. Here, here's the phone. Let's, uh, let's get on the phone real quick, and we'll call him real quick, and let's order two of those. Okay. Actually, you can. You're, you're, you, you can order all free, of those. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, they have a phone number where you can call and order and everything. It, just <laughs> go to their website and check it out. Yeah, that's amazing. We'll link that up inside the show notes. Again, you can find the show notes for Two Guys Talking Cars, the Batmobiles, over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. The 1989 Batmobile. We're going to talk about a lot of Batmobiles. But this Batmobile is Mike's Batmobile. I love this Batmobile, not just because it looks like a rocket with wheels on it. Not just because the Batman came out of the cockpit of this thing. But it's because of all the original functional gadgetry that there was on this. We're going to talk more about the Christian Bale Batmobile, the Tumblr, later on inside this review. But this Batmobile and this movie provided what was on the page, especially inside of the darker comic books, to appear on screen in the visage of Michael Keaton via Tim Burton inside of the 1989 Batman film. Wonderful stuff with all of the technology, the tow cables, the guns that were ridiculous to have inside of a Batmobile. It was all there, including this uber cool cockpit that slid open, Batman jumped in the top, and then it slid closed and he hauled ass. I like that. I, it it doesn't get any more awesome than that trumpeting theme of Danny Elfman inside of the 1989 Batman film. There he is. There's Batman inside of his Batmobile thundering away down Gotham City's avenues. Just brilliant stuff. And that does fix a design flaw from the 66. Oh, tell me. What? What'd they do if it rained? Yeah. <laughs> They hit another one of the buttons on the console, and I don't know, an umbrella deployed? Maybe the penguin penguin would have given him umbrellas to deploy. That's awesome. Uh, It is instantly the car that I recognize as the Batmobile, and uh, it just has a different aura about it than the original 66. I totally get that. Wow, it's fast, and it's, it's even built on a former muscle car that the 66 was. But this one, dude, it's a rocket. (laughs) <laughs> Look, it's even got a jet turbine engine on the front end of it. It's a rocket. I, I like that one. I mean, the 66 is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then this one is, is my next favorite because mm-hmm. some of the other ones that, like, 
the next two with the big rooster tail things on them. I'm not a big fan of those. Yeah, they, they, they get a little bit ornery. They definitely do. The other thing I wanted to bring up was my favorite all-time remote control vehicle that cost me way too much money. So much money that I don't even remember what I spent on it now. But it is this high-end remote control car. I still have it today. Cool. The remote control car is about, it's probably 18, 20 inches long. And the box that it comes in is the armored sheath. Oh, that pops over the car. Right. Yeah. And then you pull it out and then it's got this uh, it's got this controller that takes like, I don't know, 40 batteries or something to operate. It's it, it cost me half a thousand dollars just to put batteries in the thing. And so you have this really heavy duty, awesome controller. And then you have this luscious Batmobile with headlights and all of the lights on the sides are illuminated. And then, of course, the little springy, stupid antenna that's on it. But you got to have that anyway. Right. And that was. The mecca of me inside of college was this ridiculous, awesome remote control car that I still have today. And I'll be sure to put pictures of that car over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. And this Batmobile had a little bit of James Bondish stuff slapped on it with the oil oil slick shooter Mm -hmm. and the different weapons and stuff that were on it. Yeah. And not so strangely, too, those things were all, I guess, leached, almost stolen inside of uh, all of the comic books there's always a gadget that batman can flip a switch on right and cool things happen there's a it's kind of a little bit of an offshoot but the 1972 batmobile that most people don't know about was actually based on a chevrolet corvette and the corvette is another one of those sexy mama cars that you know even the back of the 1989 batmobile has kind of the you know it's got the back hips on it and it is uh, it, again it is singularly spectacular and the car I think of when I think of Batman. What do you guys think? What do you, which car do you think of when you think of Batman? Let us know what you think by going over to our official Facebook presence. That's facebook.com forward slash two guys talking. That's the number two guys talking and look for the Batmobiles and the Batman stuff that we're talking about and chime in there with a new thread. The Batman Forever Batmobile. Now, granted, this was, my opinion, the general decline of where Batman was going as a <laughs> franchise. The movies were another, hey, another Batman movie. Eh, and that's about all it was. Right. It didn't really transgress past there. You had another production designer that steps in and provides you with something completely different. And it was definitively there. It definitely has its own flavor. It definitely is bat. I mean, you look at it, you go, hey, look bats yeah a lot more neon i'm not sure what it was about then but you also have a whole bunch more neon val kilmer as a batman i thought was an an astounding batman i thought he did great batman i I think that he gets probably the most crap about being batman where i don't think that he should i uh, i thought that he was an excellent batman he wasn't too bad at bruce wayne either but that movie just did not help propel him and i think that perhaps the batmobile suffered from that that movie just didn't do near what the first one did. Yeah, and then the first one set the standard pretty high. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then a lot, like a lot of times when the when they go on to the second movie, it's always a, a letdown from the first one. Yeah, well, and I guess so a lot I would. Of times the I would. Third, I would they say come the, back with the third one. It pops it back up because they they franchise let something you down. else to jump in. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I think that's really well said. Uh, Batman Returns, which actually I don't know that that was a better movie, but the the contents in that movie I really liked a lot. In fact, uh, another quick note that I shared with the people inside of that live 75th anniversary appreciation podcast i've actually got some screen used memorabilia from batman returns oh yeah Uh, my favorite buddy my little filmmaking now commercial making buddy carlo bezazi who is the original guy from way back in making two guys talking in general he actually worked inside of a special effects shop and so he's wandering around one day and hey awesome hey what's this 
He snapped off this gargoyle off of this this building strut that was used inside of the filming of Batman Returns and shoved it down his pants and brought it home for him. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got that. I've got, uh, and obviously it's one of a kind. Where else are you going to get Carlo Bazzese crotch-rubbed yeah, no screen-used stuff? And then the other thing I've got is I've got actually one of those Oswald Cobblepot posters they're nine foot posters, and I've got a custom frame that houses mine, and they're wonderful and luscious. They are true movie memorabilia, and they just they they are astounding. Great stuff. The Batman and Robin Batmobile. Eh. The silence in the. Eh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, it's look not at because it. of my hatred for this movie. The, 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 I'm the, just looking the, at the picture of it. It's like it's not even in the same league. No, it, it, it's not. Not only is it not in the same league, I think they tried to do so many different things inside this movie, uh, in particular with the villains, that it just it became overwhelming. You're like, is is the ride done yet? <laughs> and it's it's kind of like it's the. Uh, cartoonish looking well and i'm pretty sure that they, they went back inside of some of those very very classic drawn batmobiles inside of this and they said well, why don't we try some of this you know why don't we add on some of this uh, and how about some of this and that's what you get with this batmobile in fact we'll we'll link some of the illustrated batmobiles as well up over at twoguystalking.com forward slash batman and you can make the call on your own i think both this and the batman forever batmobile both of those were extracted from pieces and parts that they found inside of the drawn comic book Batmobiles. And that's what they came up with inside of this one. Each one, because they just kept adding more stuff to it. It looks like the guy was, you know, if you use X amount of fiberglass, we'll give you a bonus. Because <laughs> you know, keep adding, oh, let's put bigger wings on it. <laughs> The fiberglass boner is what you get in yeah. when you add on things, apparently. <laughs> and that's what happened here. I mean, it is uh, the the one with the two giant V-wing coming out of the top of it. Yeah. That's, that's the one. I, I, I literally look at that, and I, I almost laugh because it's definitely Batman. I go, yeah, that's definitely Batman. It's just not functional. You know, let's see him get through like a, a Hardy's drive-thru in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think I think you'd have an issue with that. Anyway, we wonder what you guys think of these last two Batmobiles. Remember, you can contact us over at twoguystalkingcars.com. Click on the contact button on the top right-hand side of the page. Fill out the quick web form and tell us what you thought of the two Batmobiles that Ron and I have talked the least about. (laughs) Ron, we've talked about a whole bunch of Batmobile here inside Two Guys Talking Cars. It's time to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you addicted to hot sauce, spicy foods, mouth-watering barbecue, chili peppers, or buffalo wings? Oh, yeah! Well, do we have something for you. Join Scott Roberts, host of the Weekly Firecast, a foodie podcast on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network that features the best of fiery foods and barbecue. Whether you like cooking over fire or crave food that feels like fire in your mouth, (laughs) there's bound to be something for you. So tune into the Weekly Firecast at twoguystalking.com and savor the burn. You can try and learn about voiceover all by yourself, or you can get you and your voice to school. Check out Voice Farmers Voiceover Academy today and learn how you can make money with your voice. It's all available over at voicefarmers.com. That's voicefarmers.com. Things in 1982 were a lot more simple. BMX bikes. The Versailles Apartment Complex in Schaumburg, Illinois. The sweet, 
innocent kiss of Andrea Schaefer, and of course, a little film from a man named Steven Spielberg called E.T. Science fiction, the detail of a broken but still together family, the relationships that were made when you were 12, ones that are never again truly realized. It seems a lot heavier than most remember, but all of these things and more await you in the Two Guys Talking Perspective Review of Steven Spielberg's E.T. 1982 on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Check it out now at twoguystalking.com. That's the number two, guystalking.com. Finding an effective advertising avenue is never easy. Return on investment is everything. But so is affordable, effective advertising. Have you thought about advertising in a podcast? This podcast will be downloaded tens of thousands of times in just a couple of weeks. Will your advertisements be featured inside of it? Contact Two Guys Talking today at twoguystalking.com forward slash sponsors to learn more about perpetual advertising and how you and your organization or business can benefit from the true return on investment of perpetual advertising from Two Guys Talking. Looking for a straightforward user interface and a cost-effective, feature-filled, multi-track recording software? Call off the search! Mixcraft from Acoustica has exactly what you're looking for. It's time to include reliable audio creation and editing software with real punch into your projects. Check out Mixcraft now over at Acoustica.com forward slash Mixcraft and start a new generation of audio creation and editing today. Don't miss the next episode of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't just a television show now on ABC. It's a great new podcast available at agentsofshield.tv. Only on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. It's not enough for your website to exist on the web. Potential customers must be able to find it through proper search engine optimization. Contact the web experts at twoguystalking.com forward slash web services to learn about quality and affordable search engine optimization. Expert SEO services only from two guys talking. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Everyone, welcome back to Two Guys Talking Cars, the complete detailed and educational review of all the Batmobiles. The Batman begins Batmobile, the Tumbler. Now, Ron, I understand you hate this one. I just think it's, it's ugly. <laughs> it's a, it, I'm still stuck. See, I'm stuck on the cool factor. I know, I know you are. You are, and and I have to totally agree with you. If you look at them side by side, there is no doubt that the one you love, the '66, is way, way, way more cool. It's also definitively faster, as per a recent drag race that was held. Right. But for functionality and especially usage inside of a film, the Tumbler is a fantastic Batmobile. It oozes awe. It oozes fear, in particular when it's in one of its awesome fun modes where it revs its engine and scares people. <laughs> it also has that definitive slide forward top that I love. And especially on a rainy day... It's kicking all kinds of 1966 Batmobile ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, right. Yeah, the, the, the 2005 Batmobile that was made for Batman Begins and continued on through the series of those films 
is a remarkable, remarkable piece of equipment. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is functionality. Functionality inside of the tumbler that they essentially built, Wayne Enterprises built the thing so that they could take bridge components across waterways, and that just so happened to leak into what's going on here. It doesn't get any more functional than that. When you take the other functional natures that they took through the suit, through the equipment and gear right. that Batman used, and then the actual usage of Batman inside of, I think, all three films, that functionality factor really does draw a great drape across the front of the tumbler that continues to inspire even to today. I know that there are people that go, oh man, the tumbler. The tumbler's the one that Ron is going to call. Maybe not. Maybe not run. No. But there are many people that love, love, love the tumbler. Well, tumbler, it's menacing when it's driving down the road, Superbly picking menacing. up the whole road. Dude, yeah, and the, the front tires, even though the front tires are closer together than the back tires, the front tires scare the hell out of me. I can only imagine being in a vehicle when the thing's coming down the street. Especially your little car. Have them pull up behind you. <laughs> the exhaust would just throw my car off the street. That's amazing. I, I, I love the tumbler. It oozes attitude. It was the perfect vehicle to transport Batman inside of all three of those films and i think beyond with the, with the tumbler too and the setting for that and everything it's mm -hmm. more you know there were very dark times in gotham city and that's the reason the batman had to come back out of retirement mm -hmm. yeah and i mean things were really really bad so you, you kind of got to have that it, it has a lot of attitude a ton of attitude an amazing amount of attitude and i also think it's probably the one of all of them that if you were to stick it in another movie just because i don't know maybe budget concerns or whatever You'd be okay. Oh. You, you don't instantly go, oh, that Batmobile again? You would never say that. Those words would never come out of the mouth, ever. No. I mean, you paint that thing in camo. It's in any any action movie that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. One That's, again, what I loved about the nature of the vehicle. And even in the third movie, we got a small, though, although be it crappy, showcase of the other tumblers that were inside Wayne Enterprises that they were either, either harvesting parts from or just happened to be there because they had extra. I don't know. But uh, it, it was great to see that and to see the functional nature of what those vehicles do, i.e. go into a, an area and be menacing. Yeah. That's what they do. They demand that you pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. And that's really the fun part about that vehicle. We have all seen the little displays where it says, and now it's time to intimidate intimidation mode. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. Just a, a great and wonderful addition, the most recent addition to the Batmobile family. Two guys talking cars. The Batmobile Review. Honorable mentions. Now, Ron, we talked a little bit about the drawn Batmobiles. In fact, a lot about them, actually, because there's so many right. different ones that there are actually out there. But something that I absolutely wanted to make an honorable mention inside of this listing is the animated Batman Batmobile. Now, I don't know that you've got that inside of your mega listing of paperage stuff there. Mm -hmm. If you don't, the bottom line is that the animated Batmobile reminds me very much as if the 1989 Batmobile with the shields on was just the Batmobile, and it had windows and stuff that you could see out of it. Okay. It's incredibly armor-looking. It's incredibly intimidating. And I, I that is the one, and that whole series, if you've never seen, if you like Batman in general, you need to make sure that you catch the first years of the very first animated Batman, because it is so incredibly well-written. It takes a really good, solid line between what is that, ooh, dark, I'm going to whoop your ass, Batman, yeah. and the 66 stuff and merges them together and makes some really, really great storytelling. You add on some wonderful animation, but then also this Batmobile, and it definitely deserves the honorable mention inside of our review of the Batmobiles. I agree. A lot of times the Batmobile is 
part of you know he's it's one of the stars of the of the TV the animation mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. that movie was always a star yeah. of those movies yeah and again that's what we've been talking about since the beginning you uh, anybody can look at any of the Batmobiles and you are instantly transported back to whenever you remember seeing right. that Batmobile I don't know another franchise except maybe the Dukes of Hazard another right. show that we're in movie that we're actually going to be reviewing here at two guys talking cars where something instantly happens when you see a vehicle it's just amazing generally daisy dukes right away oh instantly in fact daisy dukes might actually be a pot well no i don't guess we'll get into that one that'd be mega downloads though wouldn't it two guys talking cars live one here (laughs) the batmobile review the future now we don't know enough yet though this week is san diego comic-con and there are pictures galore coming out from comic-con today and what we've seen is that picture that's kind of a, a harken back, dare I say, to if the 1989 Batmobile and the Tumblr had a baby and put some spikes and stuff on it. And that's kind of what we're seeing so far. It's a teenager. <laughs> it's definitely in the middle someplace. But what we're seeing from Ben Affleck, who I know you like, Ron, right? I like Ben Affleck. Okay. I'm, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a down fan of, of Ben Affleck as well. So I, I have high hopes for not only the movie, not only the Batman, but the Batmobile that's going to be coming from that movie. I have a ton of confidence in the director, Zack Snyder, of that film. And I have superb confidence in what we're going to see. And I can't wait to add in another Batmobile into the listing of Batmobiles. It just keeps the franchise just keeps growing. One, and, and it'll never get uh, smaller. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Part of you is just like, well, why can't they just use the same one to keep some consistency from story to story? Mm-hmm. But you know, we, we came out with the movie, then the sequel, then a prequel, and so you can't have that consistency. <laughs> yeah, and everybody wants to do their own thing. Each director wants their own yeah. vision to yeah. be brought forward to the screen. Can you so. imagine Bale pulling up in the '66? You know. Yeah. I need an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't see that happening, but th- that's awesome. He, well, see, uh, like, if you're driving in rush hour on Highway 70 in the 66 Batmobile, you're yeah. causing it. <laughs> yeah. But if you pull up in the Tumblr, it's gonna, they're going to move out of your Get way. Get out of the way, right, right. That or you just drive over them. Yeah, what that's rush awesome. hour? <laughs> so we come to the part where we rate. We're gonna, Ron and I are going to tell you which ones we think are our favorite Batmobiles here inside the Two Guys Talking Cars review of the Batmobiles. Ron, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, my first will be the 66. Okay. The TV Batmobile. Okay. Followed by the 89. Okay. Then I'll, I'll move the, th- the Tumblr into number oh, three. Oh, uh, look at you giving Tumblr love. What happened? It, it, well, I, I kind of <laughs> like the Tumblr, but, you know, the other two are just so bad that he's got to go ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're just ugly. And I, I think that those are great calls, and I think they're incredibly common. The, uh, the the want to rate a favorite Batmobile a favorite Batmobile here is incredibly hard for me. That 1989 scoots to the front, but then the tumbler destroys it and moves into front. And so that little battle inside of myself is continuing even as we speak here. But I have to announce my favorite Batmobile is the 1989 Batmobile. It, it was wow. when I had the realization of theirs. Batman. I figured you'd say the Tumblr. Uh, me too. I, and I was I, I was conflicted. It happened. I had the war. The both <laughs> Batmans had the war, and, and luckily Michael Keaton Batman won. But the, uh, the 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 flavor, the not quite nearly as dark, and I don't know if Christian Bale's voice ruined it all for me. <laughs> but it, it did some damage in there. I, I and I get the whole uh, 
inside of the other the other event that we had, I totally get the thing of, well, he's got to have a different voice because if he's got a different voice, that's the Batman voice, and then you have the Wayne the the Bruce Wayne voice. Okay, I understand all of nah, that. Superman, but all he did is change is put glasses he on. He doesn't even do that. He's half <laughs> naked anyway. Yeah. So what, what difference? Running around in his pajamas. So. Right. So I, I understand all of those things, but there is there is something appealing of Michael Keaton's Batman as well as this 1989 Batmobile from Batman the movie. Just great stuff. Well, Michael Keaton took a beating in that too. So. He did. He did. And, you know why? And, because and everybody thought it was going to be, oh, wait a second. You're telling me the guy that starred with Fonzie in the Ron Howard movie, he's going to be Batman? <laughs> yeah, he is. No way. Yes, way. And I thought he was spectacular. I thought he brought a wonderful amount of humanity to that role. And remember, you can listen to our review, our perspective review, now way many years later, inside of our perspective review of Batman 1989 over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman. And that's where we ask you what you thought. What is your favorite Batmobile? Why is it your favorite Batmobile? Make sure you tell us over at our official Facebook presence, facebook.com forward slash twoguystalking. That's the number two guys talking and Ron and everyone else that's listening remember that all of the soundtrack to all of the Batman television series and feature films are all available for you to download right now over at twoguystalking.com forward slash Batman great music from a variety of artists that I want you to be buying right now So until next time, I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Ron Reiling, the other host. Thanks for listening. The Two Guys Talking Cars. So that's the nuts and bolts for this episode of TwoGuysTalkingCars.com. Did you like what you heard? Ready to talk to us about the cars that make you feel special and evoke memories from times long gone by? Contact us by visiting twoguystalkingcars.com. That's the number two, guystalkingcars.com. There you can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us via iTunes and make your opinions known so we can share them in our season-ending all-fan input episode where you become the star of twoguystalkingcars.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, always get your motor running with two guys talking cars. Two guys talking cars. The Batmobile Review. Two guys talking cars. The Batmobiles. Two guys talking cars. The Batmobile Review. Two guys talking cars. The Batmobile Review.
Two Guys Talking Cars, The Batmobile Review. Two Guys Talking Cars, The Batmobiles. Two Guys Talking Cars. The Batmobiles. Two Guys Talking Cars. The Batmobile Review. Two Guys Talking Cars. The Batmobiles. Two Guys Talking Cars. The Batmobiles.